Good morning, Rabbi Yisai. Welcome back. We continue here with Evan Shlema, starting a new simon this morning. We're in Perikid Aleph Simon Gimel. And the guy continues here his discussions about Geula, redemption, the future redemption. May it speedily come in our days. May we all be privileged to see it and be a part of it. Hagula Hazai says the guy. Everyone wants to know how to bring Mashiach. How to bring Mashiach. Give a lot of tzedakah, light a lot of Shabbos candles. So says the Gain. Says the Vilna Gain. Now, admittedly, the Vilna Gain was Litvish, but listen to what he says. He says, What's going to bring the Geula? Limarat Torah. Learning Torah, that's what's going to bring the Geula. Rak. Rak Ayyadeh Limarat Torah. You want to bring Mashiach? The way to do it is to learn Torah. Learn as much Torah as possible. Ha! Now listen to this, the guy takes it a step further. The Iker Ha-Geula, primarily, what's the Torah that's going to bring the Geula? Talia Balimur Ha-Kabbalah. Kabbalah, learning Kabbalah. That's it, okay, that's today's class. Pretty short piece. There we go, that's right, okay, good luck everyone. Good luck. But let, let's, it's a very short guide, one and a half lines, let's read it again. What, what's going to bring about the Geula's learning Torah? And primarily, what that, what, what's going to bring the Geula? What kind of Torah? Talia Belimad HaKabbalah is going to become, is going to come through learning Kabbalah. Okay, so this is clearly, this is a big guy. And and we're being bra- very brave and bold. I could have skipped this. I could have skipped to Dal. Nobody would have known, yeah, right? And we could have skipped over this one. We could have avoided a lot of, uh, a lot of issues over here and a lot of, Questions, a lot of you know uncomfortable uh, discussions, but no, we got to face this guy. This is Torah. This is a chelik of Torah. That's right. That's right. We got it. We have to face it. We have to understand this. So the guy just did make a very bold statement, a very sweeping statement. Two things that are going to bring Mashiach. Um, one inside the uh, one nested in the other. It's bigger, primarily Torah that brings Mashiach, that brings the Gula, and the primarily learning Kabbalah of Torah. What what subject in Torah? Is Kabbalah. So, question is why? The two questions we have to ask over here. So, so first of all, why? Why is it that the Torah is what brings Geula? As we say, it's Torah, not 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 all the other mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are good, but if you want to know what's really going to bring the Mashiach, sit and learn. Go sit and learn. Um, why is that? Why is it that Limud had Torah? That's going to bring Mashiach. What about we? What about running around getting in to do mitzvahs? No, running around with the Baba Vasra. right? And second of all. As long as it takes, as long as it takes. The second of all, second of all, what, what's Pshat Kabbalah? We're all supposed to be learning Kabbalah. So those are the questions on, on the guy himself. Like, what's the push of Pshat over here? But then there's a question on us. This is a guy. This guy's been around for a long time, right? We didn't just discover this today, October, whatever it is, 2000, whatever it is. Rachlim in his yard site today. Yud Aleph Cheshvin. That much was is known. Today's Rachlim in his yard site. Um, it's an auspicious day to learn Kabbalah, auspicious day to start making our uh, resolutions to, uh, to make our Kabbalah Seder. But why specifically Kabbalah? But there's a question on us. The question on us is, so how come we're not learning Kabbalah? This guy has been around for a long time. It's well known. This guy has been uh, kicking around for a while. We just, just didn't just discover this on Yodav, Cheshun, Tashin, Pei, Dalad. So how come you don't see this? I mean, don't we want to bring Mashiach? Don't we want to bring the Gula? How come the yeshivas, they don't have, you know, the yeshivas have first seder, second seder, night seder, Moser seder, halach seder, Kabbalah seder, right? Kabbalah seder. How come we don't have in the Summerton community, Kailo, uh, Kabbalah seder, you know, Wednesday nights, come learn Kabbalah with the Kailo, right? Kabbalah with the Kailo, Kabbalah and Chalant, Kabbalah and Sushi, Kabbalah and Potato Breakers. Why don't we only have such a thing, right? What's going on? So these are the, the two questions. You have to ask a question on the guy, Nessie. Lior likes to 
potato breakfast, right? Potato breakfast, bread and sushi. Okay, but uh, we should we should start a revolution, right? Start a revolution. Now, I know in, in Yushalayim we have someone who just came recently back from Yushalayim, right? I've been in I've spent time in Yushalayim. We've all been there. Um, there here and there there are yeshivas. Yeshiva Lulaim de Kabbalah. There actually are yeshivas in Yushalayim. They learn straight Kabbalah. There's one in the old city, there's one in, 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 in uh, Geula, the Geula area between Geula and, 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 and uh, Shmuel Hanavi. There are, you can find here and there yeshivas. It says, and they don't, they're not trying to hide it. It says on the you know, yeshiva Lulaim de Kabbalah. This is a yeshiva where we learn Kabbalah straight all day long. No, no, no. They're, 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 they're reading the side of the cereal boxes. That's essentially what they're doing, right? <laughs> reading the nutrition information. Maybe, maybe. Even they, they, they get more information from the reading the side of the oatmeal box than, than whatever it is that they're doing. But, uh, but there are a couple of yeshivas in Eretz Yisrael where they, the yeshiva dedicated to study Kabbalah, the study of Kabbalah, but like, you know, they're not a lot of these yeshivas. And most people in, in the mirror, in Imre Bino, they're not sitting and learning, panting Kabbalah over there, right? Why not? Why, if that's what's going to be, we don't want to go Ula. We don't want to go Ula. How come we're not learning Kabbalah, right? Now, you see, Arthur's been quiet this whole time. Arthur doesn't, clearly is not, does not uh, telling us what's going on with him, right? With his, what he does. Arthur's not around a lot of days. Arthur's quiet. Arthur's been quiet over here. But, but for the, we're asking a question on the rest of us over here. Why aren't we busy learning Kabbalah if that's what brings the Geula? And then, again, conversely, the question is on the going is, why is it Torah study that brings about the Geula, and why Kabbalah of Torah study that that's going to bring the Geula? Okay, everyone agree these questions have to, if we're going to, if we're going to try to understand this Vilna Gain, we've got to ask these questions, we've got to explore these questions, answer these questions before we can go on to Dalit. So let's try to, let's try to figure out what's going on over here. Sabbath is like this. Really, most of the grand work to understand this going has already been, been laid and established by things that we've discussed the last few days. And one thing, one discovery we keep making and one idea that we keep sharing over here and we keep discussing is redefining what Geula is and what Mashiach is. And we've, we made a discovery. And this came up in Aleph and in Bayes. It came up repeatedly. That Geula doesn't just mean, hooray, we're all free now. Hooray, we can go back to Israel. Hooray, you know, we all the falafel stands are now going to be kosher, you know. <laughs> you don't have to ask them to see their certificates. You don't have to worry, is there Rabbanut, is there Mahadran? That, that, that's not what Geula is. It's not what Mashiach is. We've seen that, that, that Geula and Mashiach is a very sophisticated concept. Geula and Mashiach means <clears throat> the world's come full circle. Closure. Achievement of what we were here to do. And... Said differently, we've said this idea as well. Another way of saying all that is every single thing that's in this world has has been brought in into sync with its objective, what it was created for. Everything in this world has an objective. Everything in this world was created for a purpose. Everything has a place, everything has a time, everything has an object, objective and a mission and an assignment. And we were given 6,000 years to try to do that on our own. The Rebbeinu says, look, the, everything has to come full circle. Everything has to achieve its destiny. Everything has to finish its business. And I'll give you time to do it on its own, on your own. But if you don't end up being able to do it on its own, on your own, there's the Ketz HaYavin, there's the end of days. I have a fixed time that's worked into the Bria that everything will be brought, pit, be, be brought back to its destiny and, and come full circle. I will bring everything back, even if you're unable to achieve it on your own. You do your best, do whatever you can. And then Geula Mashiach will bring it the rest of the way. So this is, in a nutshell, encapsulating a lot of ideas that we've already seen so far in Parakid Aleph. Mashiach, the Geula, the redemption, is not just about leaving Gullus 
and no more, no more tears and no more crying and everyone's happy now. It means coming full circle. It means everything fulfilling what it was created to fulfill. Everything realizing and meeting its objective. Clara, we got that? We, we've explored this and explained this already a few times. <clears throat> everything in this world has an objective. Everything in this world has an inner purpose. Every person, place, object is here for a reason. If we can figure that on our own, then we're bringing Mashiach, as we said. Right? There's, there's two times Mashiach can come. We can hasten Mashiach if we get everything into sync with where it's supposed to be. And if we don't, Hashem will, but it, the world has to be brought, every aspect, every person, everything in the world has to be brought into line with what it was here for, what it was created for. Running parallel to all that is a system, a perfect flawless system, a perfect flawless directive, which if that is applied properly, that is the best and really the only way of figuring out how to bring this world into sync with its ultimate purpose. There's a guide and there is something, a system of directives and a system of behavior and a system of, 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 of guidance which if followed correctly and if followed properly and accurately, that system itself is the best way of bringing this world into alignment with its purpose. And what's that system called? Torah. That's what Torah is. Torah is the idea of, of, of um, not the idea. Torah is, it's a guide. It's even more than a guide. Torah is, is, is a directive. Torah is the inner core and the inner, the inner core and the, the, um, the the yeah the DNA it's all of the above the inner core the DNA and the condensed um, source matter that has generated the entire world everything that's in existence is only in existence because the Torah has something to say about it because the Torah wants something from it um, to say the Torah is an instruction manual, that's incorrect. I'm avoiding that. To say the Torah is a blueprint is incorrect. I'm avoiding that. We've, we've talked about this before. You know, the popular idea that's said over that Istakal Ba'iraisa Ba'ubara Alma that Hashem looked in the Torah and created the world. Oh, the Torah is a blueprint for the world. We've discussed many, many times. I just said this recently, earlier this week. I said it over in the women, to the women. That's right, but the, the women share. Now, that's incorrect. It's not the Vart. I see someone, someone chapped it and gave it over, it looks like. Yeah, very good. So. He happens to be married to one. Yeah. So, the stock of Bara Alma means that Hashem wants, it doesn't mean that the Torah is a blueprint. Let me figure out how am I going to make the world today? Let's see. Oh, let's see what it says over here. Okay. A little bit of this and what it says in him. A little bit over there. That's right. Uh, put in a little bit of Meseches Ksubis. Let's put in a little bit of Meseches Menachis. Right? Okay. Now we're ready to go. So that's not the Pshat. That's not the Pshat. The Torah is not a blueprint, not a cookbook, not an instruction manual, but Fakir. The Torah is the Iker. The Torah is what the Rebbe Hashem wants. Hashem, the Torah is, so to, so to speak, part and parcel of Hashem himself, so to speak, the revelation of Hashem's essence itself. Hashem wants that to show up somewhere. Hashem wants his essence to show up somewhere. That's what Torah is. Hashem wants Torah to show up somewhere. So the world is a, merely a vehicle for Torah to show up in, and nothing but that. And so everything that's in existence is here only because the Torah can show up over there. 
every aspect of this creation is is only here, only here because another aspect of Torah can show up, and that's why it's here. If Torah couldn't show up in coffee, then there wouldn't be coffee. And that would be that would be very it's difficult to contemplate such a thing, right? Scary, but there's only coffee because Torah has something to say about coffee. That's why there's coffee. Torah has something to say about bananas. That's why there's bananas. Torah has something to say about bank loans. That's why there's a concept of bank loans because there's Torah over there in bank loans. Anything that's in creation is only here because Torah can be brought into that and it's here to be a, 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 a ready and waiting receptacle for Torah to come in. Okay, so far so good. So that's why Torah, it's not a blueprint for the world. It's not, not, it's not an instruction manual. It's not, it's not, it's not um, instructions. It's rather the source for the world. It, 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 is, it is the, the, um, the um, reason behind the world. The reason behind every aspect of the world is because the, the world is here to allow Torah, to give Torah the, the, the ability to show up somewhere. That's why the world is here. So far as I go, there's a deep concept, it's an advanced concept, it's a very beautiful and rich concept. Yes? Yes? So Torah is the foundation, yeah, the world is built and then the Torah comes into the world. What is the sound? What is the thing you can't The world do? is the physical vehicle which is here, custom designed to allow the Torah to show up in the physical, in the realm of the physical. So it's because of the Torah that the world is existing. What? The, the, the world exists because the Torah exists. It's not the that's other right, around. that's right, exactly, exactly. Okay. That's why it's very incorrect to say the Torah's blueprints. Because blueprints means, I want the building, the only way to make the building is the blueprints. The blueprints, blueprints are like the tuffle. The, the, the blueprints are just a way to get to the building. The Torah is not just a way to get to the world, and it's the other way around. Right? The, if anything, the world is blueprints for the Torah. It's also not the right way to say it. But um, the Torah is the Iker. The Torah is really what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, what exists first. And the world is here just to allow us to, to appreciate the Torah, to allow us to see the Torah. Yeah, so now, if we're talking about Geula, we're talking about Mashiach, and we're talking about in terms of everything in this world has now been brought full circle, has been brought home, has its goal has been achieved, what we're really saying is that that the reason, the purpose behind every aspect of this world will be will be will be achieved, will be realized. And what we're really, really, really saying is that what the Torah that that how the Torah shows up over here will be will come to life, will be manifest. And the purpose of this, the purpose of this, the purpose of this will all be realized. All we're essentially saying is we will see the Torah behind everything in the world. We'll see how 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 this has its place in Hashem's Torah, in Hashem's essence. That's really what Gaul is, that's what Mashiach is. That will achieve our objective. Everything in the world will achieve its objective. The world will have come full circle. And we'll, we will see Taka what the, the how, how each aspect of the Bora Alma matched the Istalka Ba'oraisa. Uh, how, 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 how this is generated and justified by Hashem looking at the Torah. Question. Yes. Okay, so so far, so 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 based on that, we can return to the Vilna Gain, at least get the answer to the first question. Um, so the Gain says that what's going to bring Gula, what's going to bring Mashiach is Limarat Torah, learning Torah. So Limarat Torah, where do we go? Go go do mitzvahs, right? Do lots and lots and lots of mitzvahs. 
Why learn Torah? The answer is the most efficient way of bringing out the Gula, the most efficient way of bringing Mashiach is tackle learning Torah. The more Torah I learn, the more every time I learn Torah, I am realigning the world with 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 its core. I'm realigning the world with its with its origins. I'm realigning the world with where it came from. By learning Torah, I'm bringing more Torah into the world, and I am on my own making this process of 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 lining up, synchronizing, and aligning the world with with its with its source matter, with what creates and justifies the world. That's what Gula is. That's what Mashiach is. When that it was all will all, all will all be done in a very in a very clear and open way. You know, that's going to put everything together. And the more I bring in terms of the potential, the more I'm building up to that. So you know, when you learn. Mesech is Baba Kama. Baba Kama seems to be all about everyday earthly physical mundane objects, all about cows and axes, and, right? It's the whole Baba Kama. Things breaking and people slipping. What? That's right. That's the whole Baba Kama. Theft, what are they learning about? What are they learning What are they learning over there? Baba Kama. Who? How about that? Yeah. Okay, because I, I saw it from your energy, from your aura. Above camera is a different color. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> so, um, so the kids are... Um, it's all about, all about earthly things, right? All about earthly things. Um, the more I learn Baba Kama, I'm, I'm bringing that, that, whole, that whole aspect of physicality, pure physicality, in line with the Torah. And bring it back to the tire itself. And that, that's why. That, that's that's why you have pictures and, and 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 cows and and theft and all these concepts are here because the Torah generates them. The more I learn the Torah behind those objects, I bring them into alignment with with their with their Torah. I bring everything into alignment with its purpose and its objective. So the more Klaisel sitting and learning, the more Torah there is in, in, in the world. The more we bring the world back to its. To the point of origins, the more we bring the world full circle. I'm bringing Mashiach on my own when I do that. I'm bringing the world back to its point of departure, point of emergence. And the more I, 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 we do that on our own, the more we are hastening the arrival of Mashiach. Yes. Not as much. No. We're, we're obligated to do mitzvahs. We're chayved to do mitzvahs. And mitzvahs do also do an excellent question. Mitzvahs also do align the world with the, the ruchnius above. But at a lower level, at a lower level, the highest point of ruchnius is 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 is, 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 is comes from Talmud Torah, from learning Torah, because Torah is even above mitzvahs. This is an idea we've seen this also in the past. The mitzvahs begin with with um, after something already emerges into the like the first level of like outside of Hashem. That's when the mitzvahs come in. Okay, something is atzav Hashem. Now we got to do something with it. Torah, is, so to speak, is a level above that because Torah is, is is side by side with Hashem Himself. To say that in a nutshell, that's right. Higher stand, a higher place, a higher point of realignment. Certainly, mitzvahs are doing something because mitzvahs are also bringing the Gashmis back into into uh, sync with the Ruchnias, But Torah does it on a higher level. Okay, so that is how Talmud Torah on its own does this. Now, what about Kabbalah? Yes. How could something be on the same level as Hashem? Does Hashem create everything? Yes, yes, as I said, it seems like I said, like, so to speak, so to speak. On the same level as the Hanhagas of Hashem, that Hashem, in creating the world, Hashem first creates an interface, interface to create the world with. All Hashem's Midas, these are all, it's an interface Hashem created. So that's side by side with the Torah. Hashem's ultimate essence that's beyond our comprehension, that's beyond the world, out of the world, out of the Bria.
Okay, so now what about Kabbalah though? Why Kabbalah? Let's tackle learn Baba Kama. Well, let's let's learn Chulin. Chulin's completely about the mundane, right? All Chulin's animals and birds and fish. And that's the whole Chulin, right? Pat's getting trafed up. So why Kabbalah then? So the answer to answer this question. Should we wait till tomorrow to answer Kabbalah? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You guys are pushing me. We'll, we'll wrap it up today. I, on my own, I would have made this a separate segment. But I'll do it. Maybe we'll do it quickly, and if maybe we'll have to elaborate. We'll elaborate tomorrow. What is Kabbalah? I think that question has to be answered. Deeper understanding, deeper understanding of what? Uh, the secrets. Secrets of what? Life in Secrets of life in general, deeper understanding of life in general. Hashem. Of Hashem. What's behind the curtain? Behind which curtain? curtain? So all you guys started off the wrong way, but you're all finishing the wrong way. <laughs> you started off with a deeper, a deeper understanding, the secrets of, the mysteries of behind the curtain. But then when I ask you behind the curtain, and the deeper secrets of, you're all saying of, the, behind the curtain of Hashem, the deeper oh. secrets of Hashem, mysteries of Hashem. Mm-hmm. Kabbalah Whoa. is what's behind the curtain of Baba Kamba. Listen carefully. Kabbalah is the inner secrets of Baba Kamba. Kabbalah is the inner mysteries of Baba Kamba. And Baba Master, and Baba Mitzia, and Zvachim and Menachas. Kabbalah, Kabbalah is not a separate subject. Kabbalah is not a separate topic. Kabbalah ultimately is the inner Torah of, 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 of what's on the shelf over here. The inner Torah of the outer Torah. There's only one Torah. There aren't two Torahs. There aren't two Torahs. So yes, it's the mysteries. It's behind the curtain. But behind which curtain? Behind the curtain of Abba Kama. And that's why Kabbalah is sometimes called Panemius HaTorah. Panemius. Have, have you ever heard that term before? Panemius HaTorah means the inner part of the Torah. Panemius. It's, it's called Panemius. Inner. I mean, this is, this is outer. Seches Rishonim, Seches Yuma, Seches This is outer. It's the inner part of the Torah. There's no conflict. And there's no steerus, and there's no like, you learned that subject, okay? You learned, you learned Tamababli, now you're ready for Kabbalah 101. It's more than that. It's, we all know that the Shulchan Aruch says that uh, you can't learn Kabbalah until your belly is full with, with, with you can't learn Nister until you're full with Nigli. You can't learn the secrets of Torah until you know the revealed parts, right? But what's the Pshat? Are we just trying to, is it just a delay tactic? Maybe. But it's more than just a delay tactic. It's 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 the it's the it's the only way to 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 do it. It's the it's, it's the only way of doing it properly. You know, I can't teach you how to repair a car before I show you all the different parts of the car, right? I, I can't teach you how to um, program a computer until you know something about the basics of how a computer works, right? You can't jump to computer programming, writing code, and writing software. Uh, unless you know like the, the, the basics of, 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 of just the, you know, the systematics and the schematics of a computer, how it works. So you can't learn Kabbalah until you know, you can't get to the in, 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 inside of the onion until you go through the outside of the onion. You can't do that. It doesn't make any sense. You're not going to know what you're doing. You're not gonna, it's not going to make any sense to you. Kabbalah's Panemius Hatayra. It's the heart and soul, the core of, of, of Nigla. And although someone to a novice, to someone who you know is really being like wow, wowed by Kabbalah, it looks like a whole different subject. That's because he hasn't really mastered and hasn't really conquered the revealed parts of Torah yet. So it looks like wow, this is exciting, this is attractive, this is alluring. But the emis, 
the truth and the reality is Kabbalah is just the inner parts of the outer part of the Torah. It's, it's one and the same. It's just the, the inner core, the, the behind the scenes of Baba Kamala. Behind the scenes. The behind the scenes. That's why you have to master Shas before you move on to Kabbalah. Because, uh, again, you can't repair the car without knowing the basics of the car. The same exact thing. So, getting back to the Vilna Gain, the Gain makes such perfect sense now. The, the strongest, most powerful way of bringing the Geula is for me on my own to realign the Bria. Because Geula and Mashiach is all about the world coming back into sync with its, with its, with its purpose, with its goal. And that's why learning Torah does, because learning Torah is all about the, the uh, programming, the source material behind everything that's in this world. And the closer I get to the inner core of that source material, the more I'm doing a realignment. I'm realigning it not just to the outer layer, the outer, outer surface, the surface part of the Torah. I'm bringing everything in this world into alignment with its inner core, its inner functioning, the highest point possible of where it emerged from. So that's why it says the guy, the Iker Gula is going to come from Limur HaKabbalah. So that, once we've arrived here, so that's a beautiful idea, I think maybe we can elaborate on it tomorrow because it is late, we got to wrap up. But I think we also understand now, the question has answered itself up, how come we're not learning Kabbalah? If the guy tells us that it's learning Kabbalah, which is going to bring Mashiach, how come we're not all learning Kabbalah? The Teretz is, what's the Teretz? We haven't we're getting there. We're getting there. We're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. We're all working on it. And A, you can't jump to Kabbalah before you, before you learn, uh, you know, because it's just amaratus, it's amaratus, you're just a blind person stumbling in the darkness. But B, it can also be thought of as the following, you should really look at it like, you know, I'm on my way towards Kabbalah, I'm getting there, I'm building my way up, everyone should have she'ifas, we should have aspirations, so we should have a healthy appetite, that we want to see Kolotar Kula, we really want to imbibe and, 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 and master all aspects of the Torah. The way you, you should really see it is that, you know, I'm, I'm going through Shas right now to master Shas, to eventually get to the inner core of Shas, the, the inner meaning behind it. And when we have that perspective, then one could say, I'm, I'm, I'm already like on my way to, to learning Kabbalah. I'm on my way to learning the, the ultimate source of the, the Torah at its highest level because this is the path that takes me there. It's the only way to get there. Okay, so this is the guy in a nutshell. Um, we do have to wrap up. I would have, you know, maybe tomorrow we'll spend another few minutes on, on uh, just exploring and expanding upon this. I think the basic ideas are very clear, and ho- hopefully we're coming away now with a better understanding of, of uh, was, what, what was otherwise a very bewildering guy. We'll continue tomorrow. Everyone should have a wonderful today. Thank you for joining.